Good morning and welcome to episode triple sticks. That's one, one, one for, mm-hmm. for those of you following at home. Um, kind of a lucky episode today because uh, 1111 is lucky. So I would imagine that one, one, one is lucky too. So fuck it, right? <laughs> um, presented by Loyalty Liquors. And not to mention, dude, oh my God. You want to hear about the loyalty situation right now? Yep. It's like unfucking believable. So basically, oh yeah, by the way, we're hosted by us, but now yep. I'm going to tell a story about loyalty liquors. Okay. Um, we built that liquor store, Trev, his brother, myself, Roger, and that was like the start of that. It, it's like a little strip mall. So it's like uh, there's shit, 20, 28 pumps or something, 28 gas pumps, a convenience store, a Dickie's barbecue, and then to the right is the liquor store. Yeah. Well, down in the far left of the of the gas station in the Dickie's barbecue, there was there used to be a Taco Bell back in the day, like yeah. like I would say more than ten. 10 or 12 years ago so it's just this the one side of the gas station has been there's been a kitchen back there and it's been sitting vacant for that long so um we had some like a guy come in and did like uh a mexican street tacos they were they were really good but it wasn't like a it wasn't like a full-time thing and it never really got off the ground and uh so there's this fucking guy his name's Roy Upshaw, and back in the 80s or whatever, he invented Taco Bell. Okay. So decent, decent thing to invent. Yeah. So what happened was Taco Bell originally had this, like, really <clears throat> simple menu. So he sold the rights to Taco Bell and, like, the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Sold the franchise, the everything except the menu so he kept the menu their original menu and all like everything that was on it it was just a few you know like i said it was a few things so sold the franchise taco bell then went and did all their fucking their menu and made their thing well roy kept the menu and then he made his own another place another taco chain that's just in texas and maybe in maybe in louisiana a couple states in the south but it's called taco casa mm-hmm. fucking taco casa on a tuesday like you can't get into the parking lot like okay in any any of the locations down there like it, it's it's like a thing taco casa is the way to go everyone loves taco casa it's the original taco bell menu it's fucking it's legit well trevor's getting one get out of here so yeah so it's already it's been they've been building it for a while now but like they're hoping to be open in the next like month and a half so the left side of his gas station now is going to be a taco casa then he's going to have his dickie's barbecue the gas station and then the liquor store so he's getting off he's getting offers left and right right now for for the whole lot and he's got some negotiating power now so 
Um, shout out Trev. He's that's, he's that's what they he's call doing leverage. Yeah. Um. So that's that's pretty exciting stuff. Just so you're saying it's so good, dude. You're saying Sunday conversations about to be sponsored by Taco Casa too? <sighs> no, because Loyalty Liquors is our fucking bread and butter, man. That's okay. the Loyalty Liquors. That's that's them. You know, Taco Casa. That's a chain. They're franchising, getting in on the action. Ben, speaking of food, have you have you uh, have you ever been to Viren Rondo in Cheshire? Never even heard of it. Okay, so I've heard of it. Because Wait a I, second, what is it called? Viren Rondo. No, it's funny because I had these when I was coaching at Cheshire Academy. I had these rich little fucks that would go out and eat like hundred dollar meals like often right around the corner from cheshire academy i don't know what it's called but i wonder if that's it i I, that's what i was kind of let me look um well anyway so i ate there the only reason i know about it is like if you is it italian yeah i mean italian ask it's not not true italian no the place that they went to was Italian. well it's like mostly italian but it's like there's like some greek dishes on it it is it is passing itself off as an Italian restaurant, but anybody who actually knows Italian food, like, you know. This kid on my team, Sammy Silich, would get, like, a veal meal, like, a, the veal meal yeah, at least three times place. a week. Veal milanese, yeah. Um, How much is that? I think These it was 45 bucks. Money. I think it was 45 bucks for that entree. High school kid. Yeah, decent. Um so I ate there, I ate there last night and I, <clears throat> excuse me, I had never been either, but I knew about it just from living down here. It's like a, a, a play, a pretty popular place. And so like I had, I had known, or I know that the places I'm great, by the way, Ben, um, I had known I that the, no, <laughs> oh. I, hey, I how had, are you? I'm great. I had known that the place was like crazy busy uh just in reputation i had heard and so ben i pulled into this place and i'm not even fucking kidding you they have a parking lot bigger than the bolton commuter lot and i'm like what the fuck and so i had to pull up like up into they had like a driveway that drove like up into up a hill like to the back side so another parking lot so i had to park there and uh i'm not even kidding you dude there may have been 400 people eating at this place on on a Friday night in April. It was banana lands how many fucking people were there. And uh, I was there. Uh, I was there having dinner with um, my girl and her mom. And I literally couldn't believe how many fucking people were there. So anyways, the point of all this is like, if you get a good restaurant that like a lot of people like, fucking A, man, you can do really really well and so i'm happy for trev because franchise i mean i've always you know franchises depending on the franchise like seems like a pretty good fucking business yeah especially when it's like the franchise it's like it'd be like opening a chick-fil-a dude it'd be like opening a chick-fil-a like that's the kind of hype that would come around it not to mention in the location that this guy is very strategic this roy guy so it's like he doesn't there isn't a taco casa anywhere around there. That's what he was like. And I, I was working there when Roy dropped down his fucking helicopter 
behind the fucking the place like the, behind the to come like check his the shit out it's like the guy um is like not a dummy you know that's why he's he's a b-word he's a billionaire um but anyway so it's just did he um so he sold he sold it and how did and he must have cleaned up i guess huh oh your taco bell yeah i we'd have to get our boy on trev knows all the details i don't well, know because i was gonna say is like did he franchise it first i was just i pulled up a uh an article about it by the way uh, n- number or triple ones in numerology represents a divine intervention and can be interpreted as a sign from angels that they're always looking out for you as discussed above the angel number 111 signifies inspiration creative expression and spiritual unity so yeah that sounds about right oh i'm gonna say <laughs> yep not a big deal how are you oh jeez. oh jeez. Oh, oh god look at the sun I, it just I disappeared, and I, I'm almost more disappointed in that because I would have preferred to have. Yeah, everybody loves a good sneeze. Just rip one out, you know. Um, somebody uncovered the original Taco Bell menu. Oh, let's take a look, Ben. Who's it? This guy is that guy got a fake mustache on. Downey, California. The main menu items were tacos, burritos, free. Friolets. No, that's not the, that's not it. But so I think this is there is a tostada. There is a tostada. I think this it's, is um like the original Taco Bell franchise. It's the ingredients, Aaron. It was all that Taco Casa has is so they got beef, they got beans, they got shredded lettuce, shredded cheese, and tomatoes. sour cream. No tomatoes. Uh, Sour cream, sorry, tomatoes, and actually olives. And olives, I, I, I get without olives every time. Olives are, are not my favorite. But olives on their um, tacos? Yeah, yeah. I'm out on taco casa. Well, no, you don't have I'm to. I'm out. Just be out on olives. No, I'm out. <laughs> why is that even? A, why is that even an idea? I think why that's a thing, dude? I don't know, man. And they got some in their their. I think it's called the casa casa sauce. It's like a, um, it's almost like a red sauce with just like really, really, really f- like tiny amounts of like ground beef in it. Like a, I don't okay. know what you call it. Yeah. Okay, Ben. Um, hey, Trevor's gonna fire us if we fucking talk shit about the olives, man. All right, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna be buying that vacation home in Aspen if I keep talking shit about olives. End up in the poorhouse. Um, sorry, Trev. Olives are great on tacos. Whenever I whenever I go to San Diego, I make sure I get extra black olives on my street tacos because they're so good. <laughs> um, shit. Yeah, dude, anyway, well, how's your week, Benny? What what's up with you, man? I saw Gabe and Samantha are uh they're, they're here, dude. We've I know. Uh washed everyone's vehicle this week. Um we've been working out in the morning, we've been eating really good. Um been strategizing. Um Did I tell you Did I tell you we started a business? You you had told me uh, at the end of last week, or after 
Is that last week's episode? Week, I think it was the week before you told me. You're talking okay. about Golden Hour Ventures? Sure. Oh, shit. You just, can, can we edit that out? Yeah. I'll just I'll bleep over it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, we're uh, we're going into the biz, but we're, we're not we're we're not exactly sure what the business is right now. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was so we got some confirmation on that this week, and uh, probably gonna go buy a house. Fuck rights, Benny. But I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Well, that's like, you know, that's a tentative plan. We're going to get into the real estate game. Right. I love it. Rentals? Yeah. Is that what we're talking? Yeah, I think so. I think it'd be smarter than trying to flip. I, I want to I wanna own land. I think that's a very, yeah. I think that's very smart, Benjamin. But, um, uh, so that was, that was like this, this week, kind of some stuff with that started happening, so um hopefully my second venture will be uh a little bit better than my first and we'll just call it that listen i don't think that your first venture was bad at all no i don't either i think if i had invested a little bit more time into it but i don't i'm not i uh basically the whole texas thing is what kind of i had to make a call and yeah. I think I made the right call. Look at where you ended up. You can't say that it didn't work out the way it was supposed to, you know? I think you were I think you were a little early to a space that ended up being extremely saturated. And the problem with being in a saturated space is, you know, how much staying power do you have? You had an awesome product. You were you were on the right path, but at the end of the day, there's CBD fucking everything now. And even back then, they were starting to become CBD everything. Man, so and it's just, crazy, you know? like, with my sister being in the industry and everything. Yeah, and... that timing kind of sucked a little bit, I guess. Well, no, I think I think it, it didn't suck. I think everything is exactly what was supposed to happen. Um, my dad still has three bottles of perfect, unopened, mint condition, Vermont maple infusion. Um so let that be known to the world if anybody wants to barter for those i, I think, still have one of uh, the small bottles unopened <clears throat> that's what that's what he has the little maple leaf ones yeah. damn dude but um with what i was saying about my sister being in the in the industry and being an exec in the industry and kind of seeing like you know the overall you know i would say the bigger picture of what's happening mm. like man like states are opening up daily you know so it's it's not like it's uh it's not like it's the kind of thing where you know it's like not around and it's still like early like every state has their own fucking rules sort of guidelines their own businesses like i mean it's it's becoming like a, a very big thing like um i think like rather quickly too but uh i don't know that like unless you have like a fucking big like you're a big brand you know that maybe is in california or colorado like one of those states like i feel like it's just hard to get traction and in the grand scheme of things it's like 
the um what's it you know it was a niche product you know it was yeah. it was a pro like that was like a farmer's market style product that would have been very difficult to take to like a you know a high volume product because the whole like like th thesis around it was like two ingredients organic and you know all natural or not all natural but organic and organic cbd and maple syrup it's not really like the kind of thing that is is um like mass producible well and it's just a, it's a niche product that you know how often are people using maple syrup you know at right. the end of the day like you know you, you you people will use it obviously and you can find use for it and, and the product was great tastes fantastic but at the end of the day you know the key to growing a business like that is having a product that people are going to use all the time and so totally you know but i i always thought it was super cool even when you would you know take over the beach weekends and just do merch photo shoots the entire time you know um <clears throat> never ended up with any merch i mean i don't know i guess that was when you were still mad at me but um i just i, I uh, oh sorry we had sold out we had sold out of the merch and oh. i never redid it um the, so the the house of representatives has approved uh has approved to pass to uh, repeal the prohibition on marijuana so i just i had seen that and i just wanted to look into it because i was going to bring it up as a sign of the changing times but i guess I, I that was stupid of me despite the fact that the u.s house of representatives just passed it there's little chance that the marijuana opportunity reinvestment and expungement act or more act will become law anytime soon and then so I was just reading a little bit further while you were talking there because I'm very talented and I can read and listen to you talk at the same time. Um, President Joe Biden promised that he would support changing the classification of marijuana to make it less regulated than other narcotics like heroin, but he has remained unmoved by state after state allowing recreational marijuana. Biden's marijuana stance may be best illustrated by the fact that his administration fired five staffers who admitted to past cannabis use. Like, this is the person we have running the fucking country. It's like did you dinosaur. See, did you see the um that Barack Obama clip? Did I send that to you? I don't believe so. Oh shit, I gotta send it to you right now. Um it was like who's really running the the White House? And then it was uh hold on. Dude, this is God. This would be just so smart. What? Um. So from Where the fuck is that? This is a this is a excerpt from Barons explaining the Moore Act. Uh, quote: Remove marijuana from the list of scheduled substances. It uh, substances and establish a process to expunge prior cannabis convictions. It will also impose a federal tax on marijuana products and five percent excise tax for the first two years increasing by 1% incrementally each year in the next three years. More importantly, it would eliminate the existing conflict between federal and state laws, allowing states to set their own regulations without forcing them to do so. Um, but like, dude, if you had 5% excise tax, like that money could go a long way. Um, a look at the way. thing I just sent you. <clears throat> 
So basically, the other day, day was like, yeah, um, there was like a meeting at the White House, and Barack Obama was there, mm -hmm. and and he was like far and away the only person in the White House that people cared about. And if you see the video, it's like Joe Biden is just like standing behind him, like, well, like his aimlessly mouth. turning <laughs> his around and like spinning around. Nobody's talking to him. But if you listen to what Barack is saying in the question, he was asking, like, you know, are you like, are the interviewer third asking, term? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, if I could sit in my basement and somebody could have an earpiece on and, you know, I could call all the shots and they would just be reciting it he like says something along those lines and it's not about whether or not Barack Obama is fucking right or wrong. Cause we're not here for that. It's just about the fact that they put that little bit of information in, like they put that out there. If I could sit in my basement with sweatpants on and, and, and someone would have a little earpiece in their ear, you know, it's like, that needs to be thought about like, well, what if that is the truth, you know, and maybe fucking somebody was doing that same shit with Barack Obama too. It's just like, um, it's just very, um, I don't know what they like, uh, like a subconscious or what's that? Um, it's like a subtle way of like, I mean, the actions of the video are just insane. Like, if, yeah. if I know this is bad radio, but anybody could look up the fucking video of of Barack Obama and Joe Biden in the White House, and not a single person is talking well, to Joe Biden. It was it's all like that, bizarre. Well, that video was also making the rounds this week in a bunch of memes when Biden like turns around and just kind of puts his hands out, like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just. I mean, it's not news to anybody, but like, I just, I can't believe that these are the people we have run in the country where they're firing staffers for, for smoking weed in the past. It didn't even say they're like, they're like, you know, consistently still using it. And then this, at the bottom of this, uh, where the fuck is it? A recent Pew Research poll shows 91% of Americans say it's time to legalize at least some uses of marijuana. Gallup polling says two thirds of American favor outright legalization of pot. And it's like, dude, these people are, are again, paid to represent the interests of the citizens of this country. And like, and dude, I don't even care. Aaron, like I, if you're, if you actually, we could probably go ahead and start this investigation right now. I, mark my words. It's, it's right now. The biggest marijuana companies are probably under the mega radar of the biggest um, <clears throat> pharmaceutical companies. And I'm guessing it's either already happened or going to be happening very soon that because the whole thing with, I think, the marijuana situation is it's like it it puts a massive, massive fucking you know, knife in the side of the pharmaceutical companies, because I think there's probably a lot of things. I mean, I don't think it's like, there's a lot of fucking benefits to, to be in, to using marijuana rather than using like, you know, over the counter, you know, pills, like fucking the pen in this, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Because I need, and I have some, no, 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 no. I'm saying oh. 
I got to put it. I'm saying that it's a mental note, a verbal note I'm making to make a mental note because I have something I want to talk about. Okay. Good. So it's like this whole legalization process. I bet you all these fucking big pharmaceutical companies are are going around and buying up these these cannabis farms, whether they're in you know those the Emerald Triangle up in California, something has to happen where they can get their fucking hands on it. Otherwise it's not going to work. I think that's my thought. And, and if it's like the same shit with fucking Jeff Bezos and, and Bill Gates buying up all the farmland and it's like, shit. I mean, we could go down some, some rabbit holes right now, but there's, there's definitely something if they once you control the food you control everything so it's like now you have the three richest guys in the fucking world one of them's trying to go colonize mars and the other two are buying all the fucking farmland in the united states it's like the the next things that start to happen would be so now that it's all their crops you know they have Mm -hmm. you know seeds that you know whatever however they genetically modify seeds or or do whatever they need to do to, to control the entire assembly line. Like I'm sure Amazon would just absolutely love to be the primary single um, grocery store for everyone in the world. Yeah. You know, am I, am I wrong about that? You don't no, think that, of course not. that might, you don't think that maybe Amazon's bill, uh, their 10 year fucking outlook doesn't have like control entire food you know from shipping to everything like i just have a feeling when you're that big you're only going to want to become bigger um so like i think the same thing is happening like with you know the marijuana shit it's like it's one person has to get the grasp of it or, or like get hold of it and then allow it to like be legalized but then it won't even be what it was because it'll be altered you know or you know, it'd all be the same or who, who the fuck knows really, but it's just, I mean, these are just observations, I guess you would say. It's like, um, that, that seems to have been what's happened with everything else. I, um, yeah, yeah I, I don't disagree with that at all. It's, it's weird because, you know, monopolies were made illegal in this country in the, you know, whatever 20s or 30s standard Um, oil yeah and but it's it's funny because we so like for the longest time because of that you had small businesses and this is not the pin i put in it but i got the pin in my head small companies or you know small mom and pop companies were able to start up and grow and you had competition and that's why main street america you know always looked the way it did and then slowly what happened is, you know, obviously corporation in a, in a capitalistic country, corporations grew and they got bigger and bigger and bigger to the point now where we're almost getting back to the point where in certain industries, they're almost as monopolies again, because these other corporations or these corporations have gotten so big that they've chewed up all their competition. And while they may not be true monopolies in the sense of one company running everything, they're almost monopolies in the sense of like their uh, conglomerations of multiple companies but that all have the same interest and are, uh, you know, almost in cahoots with each other. And that's why you've seen so much of 
what's been going on in terms of uh, in terms of pricing of just everyday goods is you've got you know price gouging to a degree with these companies where they um, you know where they uh, just working in, in with their cohorts uh, towards making sure that their pricing is aligned across the board. So if they want to take price increases and 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 raise the price of just everyday items. They can do it because they're just we're all in this together and, and it's not really a free market anymore and you know it's a collaborative effort between these co- corporations and i mean that's just i mean that's the problem with capitalism i guess especially in a country where you let everything get so big but the the, the pin i wanted to put in or the pin i put in that i want to get back to before we get too too far off topic is you were talking about pharmaceutical companies and you know obviously the benefits of of cannabis versus over-the-counter drugs so the other night uh wednesday night went to the gym i came home i was uh i had the blues game on tv and i was like cleaning my apartment kind of in the intermissions and so you know i cleaned my apartment during the first you know doing the floors during the first intermission watched the second period second intermission and i had noticed i kept hearing the same commercials or the same commercial over over and over again for this like eczema medication while I was doing the floors, but I, you know, I wasn't really paying attention to it. So I'm cleaning off my table in the living room uh, and I hear the commercial again. And so this time I'm just like listening to it, like consciously listening to what's going on. And like, dude, the fucking list of, of uh, side effects was mind boggling. It was like, it, I'm not, and I'm, this is not even me being hyperbolic or exaggerating at all. It was like, uh, you know, been shown to cause cancer and in severe cases has caused death and and like all these like crazy fucking side effects for a fucking eczema medication for a, a skin condition that like, you know, while annoying and unsightly, like you're not going to die from fucking eczema. And this fucking medication is like, and so anyways, known to cause uh, death in severe cases, has caused cancer, has blah, 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 on down the line. And it's like, and that got FDA approved and is now being marketed to you and is now on TV. And it's like, so, and not to make this about the FDA or vaccines or any of that shit, but it's like, just take a look at the bigger picture. Okay, if they're willing to approve that and force that out to you, which has been shown to cause these things, don't you think there's some financial interest somewhere along the line for people other than the corporations? Like maybe there's a little bit of like some backdoor lobbying going on that's causing these things to get approved and get put to the market. And then by the same token, those same companies are then lobbying for cannabis to not get legalized because it's bad for their self-interest until they can control a portion of the market and get their piece of the pie. Like there's so much more at play here and it just shows you, I just said it, 91% of people in one poll and two thirds in another poll think that it's time that marijuana should be legalized, yet it won't happen because these politicians only give a shit about taking money to protect their own self-interest and protect the interests of their corporate partners. And if you don't think there's a problem with that, I, I don't know why you would listen to this show any longer. Aaron, if the little rascals had a fucking you know, held meetings and were able to govern themselves. Why do these old fucking bastards got to be in charge of us? You know what I mean? Like, how old were those kids? Five, six. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, 
Come on. Alfalfa for president, baby. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's just it's, crazy. It's just, I mean, it, I mean, I guess my thing is if you look at every single one of these politicians, okay, mm -hmm. hear me out. This may sound, this may come off weird, but do you think any single one of these politicians that's on the fucking TV that's been a, a 50 year um, term fucking lifer on the hill? Do any one of them look the like the least bit excited about life, or does is it no. does it right? They all look extremely fucking miserable, defeated, um, out of shape. Um, they look like shit for the most right. part, you know. So, at what point does the a person be like, why would I like? Why would this? what makes you think this person like looking at that person like no part of me is like oh, they've had a lot of joy in their life yep so it's like that that's what i just like it is such a fucking like a game and and people are, are like losing the game big time by you know it's like when those are your the people that you look up to and and like care about it's like that's how you get stuck like fucking go enjoy the fucking sunshine or whatever it is you do it's just like it, it's 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 out of hand to the point where it's like you know people got to start like realizing where joy is rather than like I mean, shit, dude. It's like, I just said it. It's like, what? These people that fucking talk on Capitol Hill fucking week in and week out and, you know, bitch at each other and, and, and do all, you know, whatever. It's like, what part of that looks fun? You know what the really, like, scary part is, is that there's people who, like, are get so caught up in following politics and like focusing on what's going on, you know, with politicians and the government. And like, I, I mean, I, that seems so completely wasteful but of time. I guess, sorry, I, get, I got like carried away a little bit, right? And yeah. like, but I never got like my point home. My thought was, what what are all those people that like, all those senators, congressmen, the, the people that I was just talking about, it's like, supposedly they're there to make a shitload of money, right? And like, they have a shitload of money and they have, you know, stock interests and like, you know, they can manipulate entire deals based on like, something tells me it's like, they don't spend their money wisely or they didn't save enough money or something to like get out of that. Cause like, that's what I was getting at. If these guys are all rich, like, I don't, I don't is think it all, it. is it all phony? Like, you know, like, is it like, I get, they have, you know, they may have like fucking vacation homes and shit, but they're not like, 
Time is money. We've already I, been talking about that. It's ben, like, honestly, I don't, I don't think it has as much to do with the money as we think it does. Like, obviously, I think money's a motivator. Of course, it is a motivator for everybody. It's more about the power. I get, like, I guess it's the that. power and the addiction to the game and all that stuff. And I, like, as much as I don't care for politicians, I can totally see how, you know, addicting it would be. And if you're a competitive person, you know, you and I are both extremely competitive people why i play fucking 19 hours of chess a a week um (laughs) they they legitimately probably are just addicted to wanting to win you know the quote-unquote game and i can't say i necessarily fault them for that but the problem is is that like just the job description is like you know looking out for the health of the american people and that just doesn't seem to be on the forefront of anybody's mind only 13 hours and 48 minutes of chess so far this week so we're gonna have to really load it up today maybe get in four or five hours worth of work um but it just uh i don't know man it's just uh it just sucks because the other thing too benny is like and this is like one of those things where it's like the more you know the more you wish you didn't or the less you wish you knew because it's not gonna nothing's changing there's no changing any of this. Like you and I can sit on this podcast and bitch about it every week. Nothing's going to change. You know, when the people, when the people in power are the only people that have the power to change who has the power, do you really think they're just going to give up the power? No, come on now. No chance. But I think with, um, I think, I mean, the more I think about it and the more I see it happening and the more I'm reading these little articles, it's like cryptocurrency, man, like, if, if you're thinking about like doing anything, I mean, shit, it's probably like part of me just wants to go start, start this business, get a loan and just dump it all into crypto. No, I'm not kidding. It's like, <laughs> no, you're if, you're, if you're looking at. It's funny you go to the bank and be like, Hey, the- I need this money. Just buy Bitcoin, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, It's like, if you're, for one, there's been no better fucking driver of, of wealth in, I mean, history than, like, what's happening right now. And especially with, dude, as, as legislation, wow, that's a hard word to say. As legislation, like, starts to to allow more and more of this, you know, crypto talk, like, I think this has been the goal all along. Nobody knows who created it. Like, this could be the fucking, you know, the one world currency. And the only thing I'm going to say is, if it is, you're going to want to have a chunk of it at this stage in the game before it's owned by the big, big, big players. And uh, that's why I think it's a pretty, like, interesting time to be alive, because with all the with all the shit that's going on, like there's there's some major there's some major light right now. So, um, you know, fuck. I practice what I preach. I think I gotta head down to the bank today and just fucking <laughs> go take out a massive loan. <laughs> you know, hundred thousand dollars. Sure, sir. What's this for? I just need to buy a bunch of Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> actually, that'd get you. Uh, Actually, yeah, just over two. I think, think. um, well, 
and, and we can start to wrap this up, but I think that like a great uh, indicator of that is look what's happening with Russia, with not the war, but with the Russian economy, the Russian stock market. If you had all your money in Russian stocks and then the, the stock market didn't even open for, I don't even know if it's open now. I haven't paid attention to it, but it, there like a two week period where the Russian stock market didn't open. So like there's your wealth tied up and you know while if you listen to anybody over the age of and 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 mind you aaron repeat what you just said russia we're talking one of the biggest most developed countries in the world like this isn't just yeah yeah i'm not talking about el salvador no speaking of by the way i've been meaning to tell you this i keep forgetting the uh the coffee you gave me is is fantastic there's only one issue with it it's it's ground too fine for the mocha pot so like the 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 uh the, all the water doesn't percolate through but that being said i've kind of figured out the water to uh grounds uh measurements and it is fantastic so thank you very much um but uh going so back, shout out costa rica shout out costa rica coffee. yeah What's well that? i What's said that? el salvador i know I said El Salvador, which made me think of Central America, which reminded me that, that you gave me that coffee. Okay, that's my don't question which my process. Also, is wild to think I, I've been thinking about this daily that I essentially spent three months plus in Central America, and now that's like as that gets more in the past and more in the past, it's like crazy to think that that happened. Yeah, especially because you were on such when you first got there, you were in such an anti-capitalism kick, and now you're talking about going and taking a loan out and buying real estate. <laughs> That's an investment. <clears throat> um, um, no, actually, I just think I altered my my statement. I'm taking out a loan and I'm buying big. I'm gonna go into the fucking yeah, yeah, big, right. a brokerage business. <laughs> Golden Hour Ventures. The Golden Hour Ventures has two, has two Bitcoin on their spreadsheet. <laughs> That's all they can offer. Um, <laughs> So, but yeah, anyways, going back to that, like, you know, if you had all your money in the Russian stock market, if you're, and then your money's either gone or it's on, it's on hold or whatever, you know, there's no better, uh, uh, implication that you should, you know, at least be diversified enough and have a little bit of a decentralized currency that, you know, nobody can control, you know, uh, God forbid anything happens and based on just price analysis, Um, you know. I saw an unbelievable little uh, excerpt, we'll call it, but it was something about Bitcoin was around for 10 years. Elon Musk got on board. The code never changed. Twitter's been around for this uh, longer the code never changed. Elon Musk got on board. The code changed. And and then it like says something about like that. Does that say anything about Bitcoin? Because like talking about how much he's able to manipulate Bitcoin, right. but he, he doesn't, he can't change anything about it. Right. He has the, he has the leverage and the, you know, can get people to do shit and he can accept it and decline it and, you know, accept it or whatever the fuck he does. But, like here he jumps on fucking with twitter and and they're already like making fucking severe changes so um it's just it's it's a uh, i mean aaron i think uh it's safe to say like 
we started the pod at a good time and like this next couple of years is going to get rowdy the roaring 20s again it's going to be the roaring 20s again and then history will probably repeat itself yeah i'm excited i mean in the talking about real estate i mean that's <laughs> something i've wanted to do for a while too and i think you know i had it just kind of on hold because of just what was happening with prices and aaron i'm not going into real estate i'm going into to bitcoin yeah, i'm talking about me Benjamin, <laughs> all right so i'd listen I, I get that the pod's a lot about you, but okay, can you fuck off for a second? It's half, it's half about you. Andy. Okay, <laughs> I get it. Um, yeah, I think I think we've had a great chat, Benny, and that seems like as good a place as any to to call her. Um, episode uh, Divine Intervention. It's brought to you by Loyalty Liquors and soon Taco Casa. Yes. Um, congrats again, Trev uh that's all i got benny you got anything else any parting notes for the people no not at all man great good chat buddy love you not even a single one love you bro